namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhassa namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhassa namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhassa to read talk, we'll call it Comprehending by Contemplation of Three Marks of Mind and Matter. Comprehending by contemplating Contemplation of the Three Marks of mind and matter. Okay. We were discussing before about discriminative awareness of mind and matter, causal relationship between mind and matter. And when you got to that insight stage, your meditation is pretty good, pretty steady, pretty stable. Yogi feels good. And it could reach that stage if you do properly and with full effort in about seven, eight days. And then the yogi keeps on practicing. And suddenly, one experience that good, steady, meditation falls apart. You're trying as usual. Okay? Nothing wrong. You follow the instruction. You put the same amount of effort. But for some reason, the meditation falls apart. What happened was the yogi cannot really concentrate. The momentum of mindfulness stop here and there quite often. Why? Because there's a lot of unpleasant situation arises, such as aches and pains, tingling, numbness, itchy, okay, nausea, some even vomit dizziness, all these things pops up. And when they pops up, of course you cannot really concentrate. And the yogi struggle and thinks, what's happening? Okay. I thought I was doing great and then it falling apart. There must something must be wrong and become quite discouraged. All these things are happening one after the other, constantly, continuously. And in here, before we go on further, I like to highlight it on one thing. We say pain, okay? aches and pains. Okay? 
Ichi, Nam, and so on and so forth. Okay, the pain, that one part. Okay, when we meditate, quite a number of you experience painful sensation. Okay, even right from the beginning, onset, because most of you or some of you has not practiced this before and not familiar to this kind of a sitting posture for a certain period of time. Because of that, the pain arises. Some people within five minutes, some even two minutes, that's it. And the remaining one hour is just with pain, 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 pain. Some arises in about 30 minutes or 45 minutes or 50 minutes. But regardless, pain arises. And that pain is called meditative pain. That pain arises due to the medita meditation posture. So, some people, right from the onset, they have pain, they experience pain. That pain, that particular type of pain, you cannot call it this third level of insight. In Pali, it's called samasana jnana. Okay. Clear comprehension or comprehending okay. about the characteristics, three characteristics of mind and matter. So don't think you sit down and you experience pain and you are in the third level of jnana. <clears throat> that one has to be clearly understood. Otherwise, people might mistook for that. But some yogis, they don't experience that kind of a pain right away. And even if they have it a little bit and then disappear, and then they go through a very good session of meditation, which one experience, insight number one and insight number two. Only after you have experienced this insight level one and two, one can or one will experience this third level of insight, samasana jnana. Contemplation on three marks of mind and matter. So keep that in mind. You have to go through a, a good session and then suddenly those sessions dropped out and go into a, a bad session. But there's an exception, of course. Exception is not to all, but for a few yogis, there's an exception. When I say exception, don't think they experience level three insight right away. No, it's always go in order, level one, level two, level three. And also they are not compartmentalized. They are not one is in room A, one is in room B, one is in room C, not that way. They overlap one over the other. They overlap. And when you are, let's say, on the third level, 
you might still experience some that's what is in number one and what is in number two as well and also in number three because once you have the wisdom or knowledge or experience it never parts you, it never leaves you anymore you always see that way with high frequency so we are talking about the yogi who has, we call it exception okay? some yogi, they start, okay? they don't have anything and the pain comes in okay, within 5 minutes, 10 minutes but these type of yogis are rare but still exist if you remember as the Dharma talk we call it a determination okay? in other words I will practice without having any regard for the limb or life determination some yogis with very strong determination even though they are just starting it because it is in their character they are starting it they do not waver and they push it through okay? this is how you observe the pain this is how one must do it and they follow to a T and they go through when they go through these yogis will experience this level 3 insight okay? we are now in level 3 but one thing was while they were doing so before they experience, before they clearly understand the number three, the insight number three, they go through that level one and level two. They pass through. They might not have the clarity okay, of it. They might not understand it okay, intellectually, logically. about this insight in that way but they actually experience through those things they might not be aware that they have already gone through when I say where it is the intellectual conceptual understanding there is no intellectual conceptual understanding of one and two but they went through that one and two experientially that's why it always need a teacher to guide you through so they experience one and two and then they go into level three experience level three so that's what I mean by exception it is not that they jump to grade three right away they still go through grade one and two right from the onset because those are the type of yogis with determination is very strong okay, so that one keep in mind and also keep in mind the first one is if you experience pain right away you are not in level 3 but most of the yogis they go step by step gradually level 1 insight, level 2 insight now is level 3, stage 3 insight and in here all these unpleasant sensation arises but before that you have a, a good session good meditation session so you become quite discouraged and in there 
the help of the teacher is quite vital. Okay, the teacher has to keep on encouraging. So the yogi is quite depressed, quite disappointed. Now you understand this is the nature, the way it unfolds about the understanding of mind and matter. Stage one, insight one, insight two, and insight number three is, so to speak, the bad experience. The bad experience. And all these aches and pains and nauseas and vomiting and dizziness and boredom and disinterest, that is actually dharma in unfolding. It's unfolding of the dharma. That's where you are supposed to be. This is the stage where you are. If you clearly understand that, then you would not be quite discouraged. Oh, okay. I am in this stage. That's why I am experiencing this. And here is one more. Now you understand through the lectures you are supposed to go through this kind of a bad meditation session or unpleasant experiences in this insight level three. You understood it already. But one thing is, intellectually, conceptually understand this one thing. Okay. Experientially understanding is another. Let's uh, take an example. You are in a situation, very stressful situation at work. Okay. One co-worker or a, a boss always bullying you always trying to put you down. At the beginning you try to understand, oh, okay, maybe I'm not doing the good job, and so on and so forth, at the beginning. And then you work harder, but still it comes on. Okay. It still comes on. When it comes on like that, eventually you just can't take it. Okay. You are stressed out, you are unhappy, you don't even want to go to work. You don't want to see that person. You are always under that kind of pressure. Okay. And at work, you are at that moment, you cannot see anything clearly. It is totally stressed out, okay? discouraged, disappointed, angry, frustrated, scared, fear. All these emotions are there. But when you go back, Okay, when you go back at home and maybe you talk with your friends or somebody and then you try to explain this way, that way and uh, try to see analysis and then suddenly say, oh, okay, yeah, that might be so. Okay. Try to find a reason okay, how to tolerate it. That might be so and you understand at that moment it's okay. And then you go back to work and suddenly all these understandings are gone. 
you go back to the very stressful mode. So keep that in mind. And here, in this level three insight, all these unpleasant situations strike you. Boredom strike, even to the point of disinterested in meditation. Okay, or Dharma talk, they are bullshit. Okay. The teacher said, uh, okay, this is what you have to go through, be patient, it will pass. Okay, it's easy for you to say, but I'm the one who is suffering. That kind of thing. Short temper, even some yogis, especially Western, not especially, only Westerner, Eastern yogis don't retort this way. They really talk back to the teacher, just like that. Easy for you to say, I'm the one who's suffering. Because you can't contain it. So the point I'm making here is, right now, because of the information, because of the Dharma talk or the books that you read, you know that this level is pain and suffering you will be going through. You know it. But when you are actually sitting and practicing, that knowing, that knowledge is out of the window. Just like the example we take it in. Out of the window. All these understandings are not there with you at that moment. Okay? You know those things ahead, but they are thrown out of the window. And just like at work, whenever you go to work, you are being really stressed to deal with those people and those situations. Just like that, these pain and sufferings are really torturing and pounding you. So keep that in mind. Intellectually knowing is one thing. When you are experiencing is those intellectual understanding are not with you. They are out of the window and you are right there in the field totally scorched and suffering. So that one too, keep in mind. Especially if you don't have a teacher who will be guiding you on a daily basis if you are walking alone. It really need that kind of understanding. So when you are experiencing you are really like in a frying pan. All your understandings are not with you. Okay, keep that in mind as well. So in here we practice, you experience it, you have to go through with the encouragement and guiding nature of the teacher. Especially, okay, one have to use patience and tolerance. Patience and tolerance. Because you cannot rationalize it, you cannot try to use your logic to stand it. So instead, the Buddha gave us two tools, patience and tolerance. I'll be patient, I will tolerate it, I'll be patient, I will tolerate it, that kind of thing. Patience and tolerance to go through. And when you go through, there is pain. These pains and sufferings are upon you. And how to handle it? That one, we will not go 
in details anymore because if you remember quite a few <coughs> Dharma talks back, we talk, have a Dharma talk, one topic is how to overcome unpleasant sensation or pain. And there we have dealt in details. So you can refer back to that Dharma talk. Because if we talk about it here, it will take a whole hour. So the key thing is use patience and tolerance and observe and observe and observe. This unpleasant sensations, not just pain. Okay, pain is one thing, both of the people, especially people who experience pain right from the beginning, pain become the quite a key figure, dominant figure. But people who go have gone through stage one, inside one and inside two, quite thoroughly and experience the good periods for them. There's so many things. Right there, here's a pain. And then suddenly, another spot. There's the tingling, another spot, itchiness, another spot, piercing pain. The whole body just move around, just like you go through a, a thorny bush. It scratches all around your body. And then after that, a pain is here, a pain is there, pain is everywhere. It moves around, jump around everywhere, just like that. All these different kind of unpleasant sensations are popping everywhere, itchy wanting to scratch, pain, dizzy, vomit, sweaty, and so on. These things are going on. And non-stop they are coming on. That's why your understanding or logic is out of the window. You are dealing with it. You use the pain and tolerance and then observe it, observe it, observe it, observe it. You observe in such a way you began to overwhelm them or overcome them. Okay. Stages by stages, you know, at first the intensity increase and then decrease, worse and worse, and you have to move, you don't have to move, and so on. Okay. The techniques and the procedures are dealt with. So when you go through that, in here, what are you going through? All these unpleasant things, all these suffering nature going through. Where does it come from? Mostly from the body, from your body, and sometimes it's a mental as well. A few are mental. The body and these pain, 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 pain. Unpleasant, unpleasant, unpleasant. You suffer, you suffer, you suffer, you suffer. That is what is really happening to you, and you really hate it. That hate itself is suffering again. So to look at, okay, let's say as a third person point of view, look at it. What you are going through is that whole series of suffering. And what is this suffering? Suffering is called dukkha. Okay. 
dukkha sissa, the truth of suffering. Okay. The, the first noble truth, the truth of suffering. So actually, all these unpleasant things that you are experiencing is you are experiencing dukkha sissa, the truth of suffering. But of course, at that moment, you do not think that way. You do not think I'm experiencing the truth of suffering. It is now explaining from the third person point of view. That situation is you are going through the truth of suffering, dukkha sissa. In other words, you are, you understand through experience that is suffering. Okay? You are totally in suffering, you are one with suffering. You do not think any other thing but you are in pain, nausea, dizziness and so on and you are really suffering. But in reality, in Dharma aspect, from the Dharma aspect, you are experiencing the truth of suffering, dukkha sissa. You are experiencing that. And then, of course, you don't give up with the encouragement of the teacher and with the proper technique and tolerance and patience. You go through, you go through, you go through, and finally, these starting to subside. The intensity subside, wane back. Increase, subside, increase, subside. They subside, subside, it becomes tolerable. Okay. And in here too, one has to be very careful, this little salient point. As soon as the unpleasantness subside, okay, your effort of observation also subside. Before pain is intense, so your observation is really intense to be moment and to moment to moment. But as soon as the pain subsides, you do not do the same kind of intense observation anymore. You also relax and sit back. That's wrong. Even though the pain subsides and wanes down, your intensity of observation must be the same as you were applying when the pain is in intense right on the top. Okay. Do not let your observation power and intensity drop because the pain drop. That is very important. If you do that, you will understand the pain better, faster, and you will overcome faster. If you relax it along with the pain, it will take a lot longer time. So that's one thing something to take note on. And then here, you're observing the pain wing, and then pain is still there. You are observing with the same intensity as before, higher intensity, the pain's wing. And what happened was, you are able to observe the pain, to moment to moment. In other words, each observation, each observation you can see the pain on a singular level. Because the pain decreased, your intensity of observation do not decrease. So 
you are able to observe the pain on moment to moment. There's a pain, you know it. The pain's gone, your knowing gone. There's another pain, you know it. The pain's gone, your knowing is also gone. In other words, the pain starting to dissipate. In other words, before you look the pain as a big solid mass. And now you begin to see this big solid mass is not true. They are a composite of little pains all put together. That is the experience you start to find. The pain arises, passed away. The pain arises, passed away. And you are with the pain moment to moment to moment. Arises and passes away, arises and passes away. So what happens is naturally, you are still observing the pain, but slowly and slowly, the arising of the pain become more dominant, and the disappearance of the pain become more dominant, more clear, more distinct. Because of that, automatically what's happening is your emphasis, your focus is more on the arising of the pain and disappearing of the pain. Your focus is not on the pain anymore. Your focus is on arising and disappearing of the pain. Because of that, you do not really feel the pain. In other words, the pain is there, you know it, but the pain doesn't touch you because your emphasis on the appearance and disappearance of the pain. That's how it shifts. Everything is where your mind is totally focused into, laser-like. That focus, this laser-like object, is the one that you are experiencing. Before you are laser-like on the pain, so it is excruciating. Now you are laser-like on the appearance and disappearance because they become more and more distinct. And that's how the pains become less and less. And you know there's a pain. You think it's a pain become less and less. The key thing is you are not emphasizing, you are not focusing on the pain. Your focus, your attention, your sati is on the arising and passing, arising and passing. There you are starting to overwhelm the pain. So that is what is really happening. Trying to explain you stage by stage how it's happened and why it has happened. And this is what it is. Emphasizes on the appearance and disappearance. Appearance and disappearance. And the pain lasts only for a moment. The pain arises, the pain disappears. And the mind that knows arises, and the mind that knows disappears along with the pain. Right one after the other. Pain arises, you know. Pain disappearance, knowing of the pain disappear, or you know disappearance. And some people who are very strong in concentration and very sharp intellectually too, they can see this, the pain disappear, the mind that knows the pain disappear, and there's another one, the mind, the mindful mind that knows the disappearance of the mind that knows the pain also disappear.
you can see series, not only one, before all that you know is the pain arises and disappears. And when you go deeper, you know the pain arises and the pain disappears. And the mind that knows the pain arises along with it and disappears along with it. Oh, at that moment, that is the mindful mind, you think. And when you got deeper, there's three stages. The pain arises, the mind that knows the pain arises, and the mindful mind that knows that whole thing arises. And the pain disappears, the mind that knows the pain disappears, and the mindful mind that knows the process also disappears. So clear when you go deep in. And at that level, you are, have no qualms about this is the mind and this is the body. They are totally different. Mind is one thing, body is one thing. Mind is one thing, matter is one thing. And also, you simply know because of the arising of the pains, the knowing arises. That kind of clarity is always there with you because you have already passed through the first two insight. And now you are in the third. You simply understand these unpleasant feeling arises and passed away, arises and passed away, arises and passed away. So what is happening is you are starting to overcome or overwhelm the unpleasant sensation, all these pains, nausea, vomiting, dizziness, itchy, and so on and so forth. The moment you note it, they arises, itchiness arises, you note it, itchiness gone. Before the itchiness arises, no, you have to raise another hand to go and stretch it. Now as itchiness arises, you observe it, you know it, itchiness disappears, moment to moment, one itchiness arise and one itchiness disappear. One itchiness arises and one itchiness disappear. In other words, you have the clarity. Even though you are in the insight number three, insight one and two is always in the play. But at this moment, number three is more distinct. But everything is there. Your emphasis is different, but everything is in that package. So everything arises and disappears, everything arises and disappears. That is your experience. You are not thinking about it, and we told you not to think anything about it, not to reflect anything about it, not to analyze it. You simply experience. Arise, disappear, arise, disappear. If you follow it, you won't analyze it, you will keep on doing it, and when the interview time comes, the teacher will experience, explain to you. That is anicca, that is impermanence. Anicca, impermanence. You are experiencing the nature of impermanence. The first one is you are experiencing the nature of suffering, dukkha. This one is you are experiencing the nature of anicca, impermanence. And then 
Of course, if you follow instruction, you won't think, you won't analyze, and then you keep practicing and practicing and practicing. And then at one point, all that you would do is you're simply watching arising and disappearing. And at a certain maturity, you come to understand this body is full of pain. In other words, matter. Matter is full of pain and suffering, filled with unpleasantness. They arise when they want to arise. They inflict pain when they want to inflict pain. And they disappear when they want to disappear. They arise here when they want. They arise there when they want. Everything is going in their own way according to how it's supposed to be. The natural physical law, that is what is happening. When it is so intensely, excruciatingly painful, you want it to go away. But it doesn't go away. And then at one point, all that you do is just being mindful. It goes away. That doesn't mean that it totally disappears. At one point, it might come again. So in other words, you cannot really control when they come and when they go, when they inflict you pain and when they do not inflict you with suffering. You have no control over it. This phenomenon is uncontrollable. And the mind that knows is also is uncontrollable because the mind knows only because these unpleasantness arises. If these unpleasantness does not arise, the mind does not know this unpleasantness. If it is a pleasantness, the mind only knows the pleasantness. The mind simply knows whatever is presenting to it. The mind has no choice. The mind has no control. It is the walking hand in glove with the matter and the mind. The conditions controls it. The condition changes it. So there is no control on the matter or there is no control on the mind. The mind and matter is uncontrollable. And that is called anatta, non-self. Anatta, non-self. So in here, through these very bad experience, your meditation falling down, from that you go through the experience of suffering. And, but your diligence and your effort and determination carry you through that field and you begin to see these things are not permanent. They arise and pass away. You understand impermanence, anicca. And then in a totality, overall picture, you begin to understand these phenomena, both mind and matter, physical and mental phenomena, cannot be controlled. They operate on their own accord under the influence of conditions of the environment. That understanding comes in. That is called anatta or non-self. 
So these three, dukkha, anicca, and anatta. But when we say in scripture and when we talk, we say always say nicca, dukkha, anatta, nicca first. But in here, I start with dukkha because that is what you experience first in our practice. Dukkha, anicca, anatta. You go through hell and then you come to understand that there's a way out of hell and when the time comes you are out of it, so to speak. So this anicca, dukkha and anatta, impermanent suffering and non-self are the three characteristics of mind and matter or the three marks of mind and matter. These threes are common to all physical phenomena and all mental phenomena, all mind and all matter. And you need to experience directly, experientially, not intellectually, conceptually. And after you experience it, of course, if you are in retreat, the teacher will guide you through and as you experience something quite intensely, they will explain what it is going through there. And that's how one began to understand these three marks, anicca, dukkha, and anatta of mind and matter. Okay. On the third level of insight, that understanding is called samasana jnana or comprehension by contemplating the three marks of mind and matter or the three marks of existence. And in here, the teacher is helping to tell you. So, let's take it another scenario. Okay. Now this talk, some of you are listening, watching, practicing through the video. You don't have a teacher who will tell you. Under the circumstances, you practice, you are in this stage of going through this great pain and suffering. Okay? But while you are intensely meditating, don't think, don't reflect, don't analyze, just observe, 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 directly experience, experience, experience. But when you come out of meditation or when you come back from retreat, at that moment, you must think, you must reflect. Okay? There is a little bit of reflection and thinking because there's no teachers telling you this is this or this is that, so you have to tell yourself, okay, those pains are, this is dukkha. Okay, that is dukkha. At that time, I'm going through the forest of dukkha. I'm going through the forest of suffering. Okay, those things, okay, I, I began to see that little thing flitter and they comes and they go and they pops up again, they go and they pops up and they beat me down and they, now, now, oh no, I'm okay. And this stages, 
This part of the forest I am in, this is the forest of Anicca, impermanence. Now you are thinking, you are reflecting, you are taking all your experience and putting together with the theory that you have. And then, nothing I can control. They happen on their own accord. This is anatta, non-self. Okay. Not while you are in meditation, not while you are in retreat, but when you are out of it, when you go home, you reflect and you think. You reflect and you think. That is the proper way. But of course, we say, don't think and don't reflect. But you still think and reflect while you are in meditation, because that's the fact. That's the nature of the mind. You can't control your mind. And at that moment, don't dwell in it too long. Suffering too much. Oh, okay, when you are in pain, suddenly this little thought come in. Okay, dukkha, dukkha, dukkha. Okay, in other words, you are reminding yourself you are experiencing dukkha. And then after that, that concept dukkha thrown out of the window and you are in pain again. And suddenly that little thoughts come in, dukkha, dukkha. In other words, even if you are in meditation, even though you are supposed not to reflect, these little thing comes in. When you comes in, try and put a little bridge between that concept and that thing. In that way, you center yourself more into the actuality of what is happening. In other words, instead of teacher helping you, you are helping yourself. But do not go too deep into the reflection. Just a little noting of dukkha, dukkha, anicca, anicca, anatta, anatta. A little bit is okay, but not too much. That is how one should handle at this level if you are on your own. Because if you do not know that concept, if you do not know how to bridge the concept and the experience, you really feel like you are in hell and you just want to pack and you just want to leave and you want to give up. So that is the danger. So with that, I think you are quite well equipped to handle this insight level of number three, samasana nyanda, jnana. Comprehension. You really comprehend it. In other words, you intellectually understand it by contemplation of mind and matter. When it is contemplation, there is no thought, nothing, no analysis involved. You are contemplating on the three characteristics or three marks, which is anicca, dukkha, nata, impermanent suffering and non-self of the mind and matter. You have to experience first, you have to contemplate first, and then you got into the comprehension or understanding with some concept. So this insight number three okay, is all about suffering. And in this phase, physical sufferings are more dominant than the mental suffering. But there are some mental suffering still exists, one will experience. And also, okay, if one's work very hard, 
especially with patience and tolerance. From about 8 to 14 days, you can experience and you can overcome. That's on the average intelligence level, average intelligence level. But some people are very sharp. They can overcome within one or two days. But some people, they do not apply the diligence and effort as it should be, and their understanding is a little low. They might go months, some even goes years. They go round and round and round and round, never pass through that stage. And some give up. But regardless, know that this phase of unpleasantness is actually you are learning and you are understanding and you are experiencing one of the true nature of mind and matter, which is impermanent suffering and non-self. So may all of you be able to practice Satipatthana Vipassana meditation precisely and correctly, and may you be able to overcome this first stage of suffering okay. as soon as possible. Sadhu, 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 buddham bujemi, dhammam bujemi, sangam bujemi,